Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Poughkeepsie Gazette, the podcast that has nothing to do with New York or newspapers and everything to do with making and telling stories. Today's episode is about believing rather than knowing. So I think in general it's been established that the power of belief is pretty strong. Um, I just imagine a world where the power of belief is so strong that it has the ability to affect reality a bit more directly than perhaps it does on our own. A bit of this comes from thinking about how to build fantasy worlds that incorporate magic. And of course, a bit of it has to do with the fact that I listen to a lot of podcasts that deal with the notion of cryptozoology and UFOs and things like that. And there is a thing called a a tulpa, uh, which is, is also called a thought form. And it's basically what happens in theory when you get enough people or a person who believes strong enough in a thing that that thought manifests as a real creature or at least something that's real enough to affect the world. Some people believe that this is the explanation for UFOs or Bigfoot or things like that so that these aren't real creatures in the way that you and I are, but they are believed into being like... I'm talking about in this particular story. When I played Dungeons and Dragons, I also used the concept that deities receive their existence, if you will, or their power from having people believe in them. And of course, this has also got a little bit to do with American Gods by Neil Gaiman. So with all of that in the blender... I'm thinking about a world where if enough people believe or a person believes strongly enough, it affects the world for sure. Like it's part of the mechanics of existence. So if you've got people that believe in a deity, that deity exists. If you've got people that believe that the earth is flat, enough people uh, that the earth is flat, then the earth will in fact be flat. So it's not just that people think it, whether or not that's true. It actually becomes true. So how would you deal with the mechanics of that? You know, what would you do as a writer when you're making a story where this is either a background piece or the focus of the story itself? How would you deal with with the mechanics? And for me, part of it would be about the mass or the power level of the thing that you're bringing into existence by your belief. So I would say the vast majority of people would have to believe the earth was flat in order for it to actually be flat. Whereas to simply believe into being a person or a an animal, that would not be as difficult. You would potentially be able to create a single creature yourself by believing it into existence. And there would probably be more powerful 
reality architects, if you will, who would be trained and would have the mental capacity to be able to affect a larger area. This differs from magic perhaps only in name, but I like the idea of a reality architect. I, I even like that term. I just came up with it. Who could shape the world or a town or a state or a country in a way that traditional magic, traditional fantasy magic wouldn't. It's less about incantations and spell components and more about psychic power. So I guess in a way it's a little bit more like psionics than magic. But again, it's affecting reality and not just the mind. Of course, I guess if you believed strongly enough that you had mental powers, you would have them. And again, how much of an effect that has would depend on you and how many people you were able to convince that you had these powers. The other thing I was thinking of along these lines is what if in this world there was an underlying set of truths that could not be shifted once the truth was known. So, for example, we know that gravity works, so you can't really affect that at all or as globally as you might be able to. You can't affect at what temperature ice freezes. There are limitations on what you can do with the power of thought so that you couldn't unmake reality. I was thinking even to the point of if there was only one true God or if there were actual aliens or if something actually existed, you can't make it not exist. So as a real person, you couldn't make me stop existing simply by the power of thought. And if somebody brought a person into existence through this power, then somebody else could conceivably make them not exist. So things that are real, and here I'm using quotes, could not be affected in the same way that a mentally created object, person, idea could be. So those are some ways you could do a limitation on it. And I thought, you know, it would be interesting to have this story set in a world that was a bit more like a modern setting so that it would, again, differentiate from fantasy a little bit. And you could have, you know, somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, assassinated by one of these, by a creation of one of these um, people and... Somebody could investigate that and they could learn a new fact about the universe that would sort of turn everything on its head. Maybe something that they always believed existed, they find out that it doesn't actually exist. So I think there's a lot you could do with this. You know, the, the idea of reality architect, the idea of the power of belief versus the power of, of fact or science or knowledge a lot to play around with in this kind of idea. In fact, I think I might uh, take some writing time this week to see if I can develop this a little more thoroughly. 
Uh, just a, a writing update for my own writing, and I think I'll probably start including this as a portion of the show. Let me know if that's interesting or useful to you. I have been writing a bit more this week. My wife has helped me get uh, over a couple of obstacles, mostly mental, uh, in my way. Uh, so I've written some more on an ongoing serial that is over at my Patreon page, Vampire in a Tea Shop. That'll be going up later this week, possibly today, if I get time to edit it. And I also did some more writing on a novel that I've been working on for entirely too long called Lockdown, uh, which I'm hoping will be published when it's done by Severed Press. So my writing is continuing apace. I am still looking for people to record guest spots for this show. I'm still looking for people who want to contribute to the Poughkeepsie Gazette. If you have any qu comments, questions, or contributions, you can email them to me at the aforementioned email address. I'm on Twitter as Spiritual Tramp and Facebook.com slash Scott.Roche.Author. Also, there is a Facebook group now. Uh, you can find it by searching for Poughkeepsie Gazette Special Edition and join there and we'll talk about all kinds of things. Uh, so that's all for this week, and we'll see you next issue. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.